What does it mean to be in our 20s? I mean, is there a philosophy to being in our 20s? Every day I ask these questions to myself and to others. But funny enough, we still haven't been able to figure it out. So, listen to a girl, aka me, in my 20s ask these questions while talking about life, love, and laughter as I learn from my adventures. Hey, beautiful people, I'm back again, and you're listening to Rhythm with Calypso. Hello. Hi there. Oh my God, it's been so long. How are you? Been ages. I'm chilling. How are you? I'm good. I'm good. I'm just waiting for the others to join. But how are you? Have you been? I'm chilling. Life has been life in. Life has been life. That's my response. Life. Life has been life in, man. That's my response. <laughs> but the reason I asked you because it's like you had a lot to say. Like I was just following your Twitter. I th- I think like I was getting all my information. I was like, well, this guy really has a lot. <laughs> I was like following the elections as well. Um and it was crazy it was i i don't like talking about politics on my podcast because i get really nervous to say anything wrong in case somebody comes for me and then i'm like oh shit <laughs> you want to be uh, what's it called now politically correct you have, to, you have to you have to know what you're saying you have to have your receipt is it too early in the podcast to ask you what you thought about that whole sham of an election it's not too early i First of all, let me say that when I let me start by saying that when he finished, when the whole when they announced Tinubu or should I call him Bala Blue and Corn as yeah. president, you know, I felt something die in me. <laughs> Not <quite there. laughs> same, same. I woke up. I woke up at I think that whole. I think from like the twenty fifth, twenty from the twenty fourth till I'd say my first proper sleep was. The, the day before yesterday, I, I wasn't able to sleep. So I was just on and off, on and off. And I woke up at 4 a.m. Before I slept, I saw something on, on the TV and it said he was in the lead. And I was like, mm. okay, there's still about 10 states to count. Yeah, so, yeah. <laughs> you know, this is magic. But then I woke up and, and I didn't even see it on, on a Nigerian on a Nigerian um, news station. I saw it on, I think, an American news station. Oh, really? I I didn't know what to say. Honestly, I didn't know what to say. Like, I saw it coming. Mm, Yeah, but you didn't want to believe it. That was me as well. I didn't want to believe it. I knew it was coming. Yeah. Yeah, I wasn't wasn't like, oh my God, what the fuck is happening? When I said, I was just like, yeah, my worst nightmare is actually reality now. So what next? What next? How do we we move from here? (laughs) Like, I think that whole week, um, I spent like, I think I camped in the sitting room. I was camping because I would wake up in the morning, arise TV immediately. Yeah. I'm like staying up till late. I had, you know, I, had, sh- I had arise TV on my laptop and I had channel <laughs> on, my, on my TV. <laughs> it was crazy. And then I'm on Twitter, I'm on TikTok trying to find like everything that's going on. So when I woke up that day, I think like I was still very tired. And I think I slept really late the night before. I was like, oh, I'm tired. Da-da-da. 
okay, let me put on an RICV on YouTube. And it's blank. Like, why is it blank? What's going on? Yeah. And I was like, is it my TV? <laughs> no, RICV went blank for a few hours. And then people yeah. were like, well, the first thing he does when he comes into power is to ban RICV. <laughs> I was like, what's going on? What's going on? And then I go on Twitter, like, with the speed of lightning. I was like, don't tell me they've announced this man. Don't tell me they've announced this man. And I literally see... Tinubu is the new elected president. I was like, what? I think I think I shed a tear. I'm not even going to lie. Like, yeah. I, I think I cried. I was like, <laughs> what is going on? No, I felt so, I don't know. Something died in me that day. I've never felt so. I couldn't move. Like, by the time I slept, I think I slept about seven or eight later on. Mm. And then I woke up again. I couldn't move from my bed. Like, I... I was unable to. <laughs> I was unable to move on. I was like, what's happening? What's going on here? We actually did not just elect this man. But then again, it's one thing to say he was elected and then it's another thing to say he wasn't. So yeah. <laughs> I'm sure we'll dive into that deeper into the Oh, podcast. definitely, definitely. Because I was like, that day was called Black Wednesday. I can never forget it in my life. <laughs> Someone said the country was in mourning. <laughs> No, honestly, it felt like that because after yeah. so long of, you know, um, General Mohamed Buhari's rule, mm. I think a lot of people would have been so happy to see the back of different. his administration. Yeah. So, I, I wasn't in Nigeria, but like the vibe I was getting from people who, who are there is like everybody was quiet. Everybody, it, it felt like, a, like you said, a black one is there. Every, mm. Everyone was. I think people have to analyze the feeling first. Honestly, because I noticed that that day as well, no one really posted. Usually you'd see posts on TikTok or something like but nobody had the energy to even make I any comedic. I, I find it really interesting, like for once in our, would I say existence as since independence, mm. the whole country, and so permit me to say this, I don't think we're 200 million people in Nigeria. That's why we, <laughs> census, census is coming up in a few months. But <laughs> I think collectively we had one mood. Like the whole yeah. country was, yeah. was feeling the same mood. And then fast forward to when, you know, Peter Obi, our elected president, um, <laughs> gave, his, gave his press conference. I think the mood was now lifted up. And I was like, yeah, yeah this is actually the food people wanted. It, mm. It's so easy to you know. It was very easy to tell, but yeah, that day something, ah, something died. <laughs> Hi, Shaki. It's been such a Hi. long time. Well, <laughs> I'm going to start with how we started our conversation, like what we're talking about, like we're on the phone, which is, like, Nigeria unfortunately got the presidents they deserved. Because if you are not ready for progress, as I can see most of you are not, I feel like you guys enjoy suffering. So you will continue to suffer. Because why are you voting for Tinubu? No, I think it's a case where many people did not vote for Tinubu. He even no, many people didn't. Himself. That yeah. is the sad thing. I mean, I joke about that, but like, uh, what is going to happen is unfortunately a lot of people didn't vote for that a lot of people did want progress it's just that a there was obviously cheating going on because it's nigeria what did we mm. expect they were going to yeah. do this legally and well like there was a lot of cheating going on and then b there's like what we're talking about just like a lot of tribalism and i 
you know, as we were even saying, like, I think it was even my mom as well, I was saying it to, like, if tribalism actually worked in Nigeria, there would be some progress. So I think we're kind Yeah. of saying, like, if, Yeah. like, you know, you, you vote somebody from your area and they at least helped your area and then you elected somebody from another area and they at least helped that area, small by small by small, the country will slowly develop. But you guys continue to elect people that aren't even helping you. Like, I think, yeah, what did I Buhari do for the house <laughs> of people? he has fine captain. Like, what did he do for y'all? That's what he had, fine captain. <laughs> I think it is yeah, I, I don't know if 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 Tinubu goes on to complete eight years, which I doubt he would, um He's on death's door, I'm sorry to say, but it's true. That man's, it's I don't that man's old. <laughs> <laughs> that man if is old. <laughs> like, if he goes on did to we complete see his videos? That man is that man's not complete in two years, unless by the grace of Yeah, that's the prediction I had. I, I didn't think he I don't think he'll complete two years, but if he goes on to Yeah. complete two years, I think he between him and Buari, they would have to find fight it out for who who was or who has been the worst president in Nigeria's history. I think currently Buari has that title. Um you don't want a situation where we would miss Buari, where we would say, ah, it was better during Buari's um administration. That's what a lot of people pray for. Um, most people didn't believe that we would have a situation where we, you know, would look back and say, actually, Buhari could do four more years and we'll be fine with that. You know, this was, a, like I said to Vanessa in the beginning, this was a lot of people's worst nightmare. And a lot of people woke up to it in the morning. So it, it's actually a nightmare. A lot of people woke up to it in the morning. Sinibu like, is your president elect. Please let's let's make it clear. He's president elect. He's not president yet. Honestly, He's not my president. I'm, He's I'm president not. I'm, elect. I'm not even gonna say president elect. I'm gonna say president nominated. Like they just no appointed president Appointed. appointed. Appointed, Yeah, yes. they appointed him as the president, Like I will not not elected. not laugh at the fact that my man had his kaftan ironed, had everything ironed, was sat By there with four cameras, a.m. and then was like, "Oh my god, I'm so surprised I won." <laughs> you know the one that forever gets to me was the speech that he gave he was like i know many of you did not vote me and i know many of you are disappointed but i'm here now And he now he said he said he's the governor he said of it's Nigeria. his turn now is that <laughs> these are our leaders people that really think that they are just entitled to the presidency because they've been like they've had some level of power since they were 20 or 30 or 40 or whatever and now they're like geriatrics that instead of like retiring in pace and spending time with your grandchildren or great grand because that man's old your great great grandchildren he probably It's has old, five it's other really generations old. that man is so old my goodness <laughs> i've never seen such an old no, goddamn president it's so and i'm old. i'm saying this as a british person who watched a ghost <laughs> <laughs> that <laughs> like did we nah, see he's those old, pictures he's old. of No, like I think I think Philip he was like he was so close to being the he was born in nineteen thirty-nine or before he saw the world second world war. who's that He Tinubu saw the Tinubu, Vietnam yeah. War. He saw the Second World War. He was born in I'm 1939 so sorry. If you knew this, you both the Second World War. Is it? Yeah. 1939? It was 1939.
Is that is that like official Wikipedia <laughs> that, aid? That's Wikipedia aid. So how old <laughs> nah, is How old is he? So he should be like he's 60. 80. No, now he said he's no sorry, not 60. Sorry. He's, he's 80, 84. Yeah. <laughs> no, Tinobo, Tinobo was they say in 1952, not 1959. He wasn't, no, he wasn't 1952. I don't believe that's, he's that's, 1952 because he looks older. He said that's what he's, that's what, no? Yeah, he said he was. He said he's 70 years old. I think like one of his children is nearing 60. How can he he's be 70? Daughter. Daughter, yeah. yeah. <laughs> The math is not math. <laughs> the thing, the thing about the thing about Sinibu is that first reason why a lot of people rejected him or don't want him is that there's so many questions, like question marks, hanging over him as a person. So from like his real age, where he was born, primary school, I think that automatically should rule you out from ruling a country as. Dimensional. If were that effective, that would also have ruled out Buhari, but that man was a president for eight years. Exactly. I'm very set to back president for anybody who wants to be president in Nigeria now that you can just come and not be accountable to people. I mean, it took what? How many months for Buhari to bring out his um his YX certificate after like mm. how many months of debate that whether did he yeah. if he did YX or if he didn't do YX. So I think said president for a lot of people, and then it could just feel like, you know, I would just come tell them something. They believe it, okay. If they don't believe it, that's their business. I will still end up as president that's elect or governor elect, whatever the case may be. You know, automatically we should not even be having this conversation today because that alone should have been reason for, you know, if his party had any integrity to say, you know what, we cannot associate ourselves with this guy. But the thing is that he's also one of the founding fathers of the party, mm. and he's a claim that that's one of the founding fathers of Nigeria. He's also ancient. <laughs> so sorry, <laughs> that man was part of the constitution of Nigeria, bro. Like he just emerged, like he just came out from somewhere. Like nobody knows where he's from. I don't know if you guys have watched um, King of Boys. Have you seen King of oh, Boys? Oh, I've, I've seen I, the first I, one. I watched like parts of it. I didn't finish the entire thing. No, if you if you finished it, if you had finished it, you would have drawn parallels between that movie and Tinbu's life. Mm. And people even conspiracy theories started talking about how, <clears throat> talking about how you know it's it's like a um bio like biography, yeah, bio. Some, bio yeah, some, some yeah. sort of his life kind of. But yeah, too many question marks surrounding him. I think that's the first reason why I said, no, this guy. And then the drug case, the drug allegation. Yeah. Mm. This guy basically that's runs it like a cartel. He runs it like, oh, <laughs> yeah, like, Wikipedia, and it's like, it's the second, it's the second subsection. Early life, links to drug trafficking. That's our president-elect. I don't know if you guys saw the Times yesterday, the Times newspaper, um, like the heading. No, I didn't say that. I can't remember what he read, but like if you if you look deeper, wow, you wouldn't believe they were talking about Nigeria's president. Hello, Aisha. Aisha, are you here? Hi, I'm so sorry for being late, but you know, I had to get my head done. Because I have a lot to say. Like I was telling Davy earlier today. I'm very cautious about like talking about politics on here. Don't be cautious. Don't be cautious. Politics affects you. 
Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I'm not the thing that I'm yeah, I'm not conscious about it. I'm very like I used to be honestly but like let me mind my business. But then with how badly the world has gone, like how backwards we've gone as mm. a society everywhere. It's so bad. In like the last five oh years, my... it has been terrifying. It keeps it keeps going backwards. It's like we're repeating it. We I know this, I know they always say this like history repeats itself, but we're genuinely living through like and it's terrifying because like history is so clearly repeating itself, and people are refusing to look at history and how we are just straight up repeating everything that has happened historically again. Yeah, like it is. Terrif like you are doing book burnings in America. Don't forget abortion. Wow. I mean, that's a different case. You like you've repelled. You've got to read. Well, you've got to read of Roe versus Wade, which means that now um, different states can choose their own abortion laws. Yeah. Which means obviously a lot of states have been like, eh, you can't have an no abortion. abortion. South Carolina. No abortion for you, even though all their mistresses have had abortions. <laughs> you know, so they've bro. I love said about Roe versus Wade. A lot of people are also forgetting that the um Supreme Court is five four. Oh yeah, that's true. No, yeah. Five conservatives, four yeah. Democrats. Democrats. And not yeah. only are they conservatives, they are hard right wing yeah. conservatives. I think we had the conversation like a few days ago, didn't we? Yeah. That. Yeah. So like about how badly the Supreme Court sucks because mm. it's five four, but also the force. You suck. know what? It's the same thing with Nigeria. Our Supreme Court sucks. Yeah, it's I was even everywhere sucks. Yeah. Even it's, like history repeating itself. It's like yeah, in Nigeria being our president. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And like, then the UK is just like Turf Island. <laughs> you just say what we fell out in his grave. <laughs> like we're if he woke up today, we'll be in the same spot we were. If he woke he up today, if I woke up today, he'll die immediately. He <laughs> <laughs> would just die immediately. <laughs> Like all of this and no progress, no just progress. Go back. Because you'll be like, "What did I sing for?" Imagine my my man. He's not about Buhari. He's not about Buhari. That's the person that just had a power to see the world. <laughs> my mom used to say she used to be like, when she was in primary school, they had a song about Buhari and they'll be singing that Buhari is the president. <laughs> Imagine in her forties, Buhari is still president. Nah. How did you guys feel on Black Wednesday? What's Black Wednesday? <laughs> this was <laughs> Black Wednesday was Latin. Well, like when was... all the elections were like then officially like oh yeah. I oh, mean, okay. I kind of roughly knew what it was going to be like on Tuesday because I... by Tuesday they were like oh forty four percent of the votes have already gone to Tinubu. Or forty four percent of the votes we've seen have already gone to Tinubu. So I was like, yeah, there's no way. Peter no, definitely. I because like, I think then you, the I, other fifty-six yeah. percent has to be split up between the other three candidates. It's it just mm. wasn't possible, especially with um what's his name Atikum, Atikum. Yeah, being also a really popular candidate, so it just yeah. was not possible. Serial, serial loser. <laughs> Let's put that out there. He's a serial loser. Sorry, just, oh. he's a serial, he's a serial loser. loser. <laughs> Why I think that's, like, that's like his fifth time contesting. Fifth or fourth time. Fourth time contesting, yeah. yeah. And he's lost four times. Yeah, he should be used to it. Maybe he's trying to pull a Kevin McCartney. 
No. <laughs> <Who's worthy? laughs> that doesn't work for me. It doesn't work. No. You know what? When I saw him cry, I was like, oh, bless him. Like, I wanted to give him a good hug. Like, oh, babes. It's, the crazy it's thing about that video is that you can't even tell what video he's crying from. Like, it's it's true. 2007, 11, 15. <laughs> you know, like, I, I genuinely voted. I would have voted for him last the last election, which was um, how many same, years? Same, yeah, because I was like, he's better than Buhari. I don't care if it's PDP, I would still vote for Atiku. But this year now, I was like, okay, even if at least Obi doesn't win, at least Atiku should win. Let's just yeah, leave I think, I think a lot of people, yeah, because I was like, ah, but no, when I first saw him cry, <laughs> he had his handkerchief. <laughs> I should not be laughing at a grown man, but oh my gosh, I wanted to hug him and be like, please. <laughs> okay, maybe, maybe someone needs to years. hug him and let him know it's never going <laughs> to be his turn. Give up. <laughs> no, mm -mm. no, because it was like sometimes we need to learn to give up in life. <laughs> you know what? Some, someone, someone said that. Someone said that to me um, at the office a few weeks back, and he was like. Our biggest problem in this office is that we don't give up a lot. And mm. people were like, why would you say that? You're not meant to give up in life. He said, no, listen, it's not everything that you're going to accomplish. And you need to... That's true. You need to very... know what you tell yourself. You need to know when to call it quits. Yeah. And move on. <laughs> I had a friend tell me yesterday as well. She was like, when she tries something and she fails, she'll just pack her bags and <laughs> go on to the next thing. Because she's like, because I was telling her like, oh, like I remember when we were younger and she was, she had to make a PowerPoint presentation to tell her parents that she didn't want to do medicine anymore and she wanted to do physiotherapy. And she was like, yes, now that after she came out with her results and she failed, how could she do medicine? <laughs> <laughs> I had to start making a, a new escape route. And then she went to physiotherapy. Well, I mean, that's smart. That's, it's, yeah. That's smart. She went to physiotherapy. She failed it. She said, okay, <laughs> on to the next one now. <laughs> no, you have to accept. You, you, you really need to accept. Like, it's not everything that would excel at. Honestly. No, but this whole, like, election, I think the reason why I even tried to do this podcast episode is because I saw on, um, on Twitter... And someone was like, if you have a podcast, record a podcast about like the elections, what your, what your views are to show like what the youth think about, you know, Peter Obi being president and everything. Um, mm. And honestly speaking, I have never been so, what's the word? Interested. Invested, yes. In Nigerian's politics in my life. I mean, in my it's life. Same. In it's my same. Life. And I think it's because for the longest time, there was no candidate that showed us any progress. So I was mm. like, what's the point in caring? Mm. I don't even, I don't, because like there's, because I remember me and my story even saying that like, you know, like was Peter would be 100% the best thing in the world? No. Yeah. At the end of the day, he's still a goddamn politician. Right? Yeah. Like mm. he's not going to be the best, best thing in the world, but like he's probably been the best we've had in Nigeria in a long time. Mm. And I remember when I was still talking with how everything is going in the UK. And now that I even have my passports, 
Well, lie if you had won and things were going better in Nigeria, I'd have stood up and left. I'd have stood up and left this country. I have no reason to sit here. Well, I can't tell you how many people were just waiting to hear. Yes. Presidential leg. Well, not like, the like, that's, that's the thing. thing. I would have stood up and left this country. I have no reason to be here. This country has given me nothing but grief and literal depression. <laughs> Oh, I mean I, I that like literally. This is therapy. This is therapy session. <laughs> <laughs> this is therapy. Has given me nothing but grief and literal depression. Why was I fighting for my life with racism since I arrived? Girl, remember I high school? Plane and I started fighting with racism. <laughs> I beg. I beg. <laughs> Went no. from being upper middle class in Nigeria to struggle. I beg. <laughs> I'm there. So no. Like, if you had won, well, I, I'd have stood up, turned around, and left. Girl, I'd have stood up, packed my was... bags. This one that me, I even know how to, like, because I move around so much. I even know how to pack up my entire life in one day. I need eight mm -hmm. hours and I can pack up my entire <laughs> life. So I would have been on the next. If, if I found that he won on Friday, I would have left this country by Sunday. <laughs> like, no. But I, you know, you, and I, so I was just like, that's why I was so invested because for the first time in my life, since I've like, since I've come to this country, there was actually a hope for me going back to Nigeria. Yeah. And I'd never come that close to being like, okay, I could actually move back to this country. Mm -hmm. I've been, I've left, I left Nigeria when I was 10, you know, I'm going to be 24 in a few days. Like it's been the first time in almost 14 years I was like, I can see myself moving back to this country. Mm. And look at me, I will sit here. We, now we have, we have, we have a um, Bala Blue and Court <laughs> as, as president. No, I yeah. saw a tweet. I saw a tweet that this girl wrote and she was like, I think around our age. And she's like, Lord, please can Peter Obi win. I I don't plan on living in a foreign man's land all my That's life. Insane. And I, I, I tweet that on that day like yeah with the same thing on that day yeah and that's the thing that is so depressing because especially with our generation i'll say also like the younger millennial generation a lot of us that were like that kind of like middle class upper middle class left we mm. left there was nothing for us going on in nigeria mm. i've spoken to so many people that just say like i've been in this country for 14 years and i still don't feel like it's my country yeah because it's not your country man it's not my country yeah and those and also these people like to remind me that it's not my country <laughs> it's not only do i feel like it's not my country you have some ideal members letting you know that it's not your country this country is not for you if you have a particular <laughs> skin color yeah no, so i'm it's... just like so i'm just like at least in nigeria the only thing i would really be fighting for is well obviously gay rights that don't exist but mm. it, at least i'm pan so i can date men no so. i think i think actually with regards to that i think i do think we're getting there like like it's a process because i was watching an interview um when the campaign started and somebody asked me to be about it and he said you know nigeria is at a point where we need to deal with more serious issues but we would come to that i feel like the more What's the word to use? The more open minded our leaders are, yeah, the more yeah, this point open where, is not... yeah, I think like the 
I think the one thing that is at least definitely going to happen in our generation, and I'm really, really hoping it happens sooner rather than later, is just at least the de decriminalization of homosexuality. Mm. Yeah. So right. that essentially means like, yeah, we don't get same-sex marriage, but like at least it's not criminal anymore to be in a relationship. I wonder why Nigeria still moved criminal. I wonder why Nigeria moved the to make that um make that a I think they passed the law on it. Um, really? I think it's 14 years in prison. Well, I, sorry, like, yeah. I keep not, like, hearing what you're saying. You're a bit With faint. 14 years in prison for same-sex relationships. Yeah. Yeah. In Nigeria. Can someone confirm for me? Yes, I think. Yeah, that's what And then in the North, it's death. <laughs> that's, that's just straight-up death. Yeah. Every I mean, day I, of being in a relationship. Yeah. I don't think it will happen in the next five years or anything I'll no, say, I, I mean i'll say 10 I'll yeah say 10. i wanted to I say said, 10 but i was that's why i said our generation yeah 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 because like you know everybody else in nigeria even if it's not like the government like people would think that way i feel like that's also mm. another reason why yeah, the country is increasing. Yeah. It's yeah. depressing. It's, it's um it's more of I would say it's more of like it's a foreign concept to them. And the thing I've noticed about Africans and Nigerians is that not even let me just say human beings in general, anything that is foreign is automatically seen as bad. Do you get? So yeah. and it's like they never want to kind of they're not open to exploring and understanding how something that is not you know Unconven unconventional from what they know yeah 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 it's ready. like um sorry no, carry yeah, on. no go continue continue what are you gonna say now i was gonna say like it literally reminds me of this like it's a meme but it's also so accurate mm. of like they were like there are two genders men and political there are two sexualities <laughs> straight and political there are two races white and political <laughs> and it's like yeah. that's what like because we've Especially because, obviously, with colonization, we have an idea of what is supposed to be seen as a norm. So mm. anything that is not the norm is suddenly political. Mm. So, for example, women are political. Mm. <laughs> you know? mm. Men are the norm. Women are political. Trans people, oh, my God. Like, you know? <laughs> so it's like anything that is deviation from what they see as the quote-unquote norm is suddenly political. Yeah. And it's just... It's just yeah. like, man, people are really just trying to live their lives. Man, that's society, like, honestly. Like, do you do you know, like, if for a country that one of the things that we always say is face your front, we really don't face our fronts that well. <laughs> Nobody's minding your business, for <laughs> Like, you guys like to talk about people minding their business, and you really don't mind your business that well. I said, because you know why how you many my people, business? do you know how, like, the problems that we face in the world would all be solved if everyone just managed their business. Like, just face your front. Just face your front. It doesn't concern you. Literally, it does not concern you. Like, when I see something that somebody has posted, I'm like, that's stupid. I'm just like, do I need to interact with this? No. Block. Move on. You need to just live your life like that. When I see things that I go, okay, I just go, okay. And I like as long as what you're doing is not like affecting people in any way, mm. shape, or form in like a negative yeah, exactly. way. Yeah. Like face your front. Just like why is it doesn't concern like why you. are you getting so heated because two men are holding hands? Um, I never got like 
people's homophobia just because like it's literally two consenting adults right so like if anybody should have a problem with it it should be the two people involved mm. not like everybody else and yeah personal philosophy if it's not hurting anybody and it's not hurting you go ahead speaking of nigeria i saw a video and i'm gonna play for you guys because it's gonna take us back to nigeria but um some people should really not have podcasts you know what we we're talking about Dibi earlier when you were like you're afraid of getting a podcast because being a we guy need to is... ban microphones from me <laughs> they should go out of stock i'm tired of seeing male podcasts um, so like okay these so you... <laughs> men are allowed to buy microphones they need to they need to like finish an exam we need to give them an exam that they need an to exam write. Common and, even <laughs> and if they don't pass higher than 90 percent, we need to beat them with the headphones guys Davies not even just here. Them. We need to beat them with it Davies I mean, is he doesn't have a podcast. And Daibi agrees with us. <laughs> he agrees. Because Daibi was... has seen I agree, the rubbish yeah, I agree. we've seen. I agree. 100% I agree. Daibi has seen the rubbish we've seen. Okay, let I'm me play this. Too. Let me like, play this for you guys. Microphone costs became too cheap and then men began to speak and they needed to not ever do that again. <laughs> let me play this for you guys now. Okay. Nigerians are some of the most racist people, in my opinion, towards Black Americans in the country. They call us all types of shit. Akadas and all other types of facts though. It's not or with the hard R at the end of it. Let me go back a little bit. What's an Akata? That's what they call like black Americans. Akata. What's Akata? That's like Black America. I don't know what it actually means. I don't know what it means, but I know like Nigeria is all in there. But the funny thing is, like, I obviously hear a lot of Black Americans having that argument. I also hear some Black British people having that argument. And I always come across as somebody that has lived in both countries for now such a long time. You all talk about each other too much. Okay? Yeah, I feel like... Africans talk about Black Americans and Black British too much. And Black British and Black Americans talk about Africans too much. You all talk about each other too much. You want to be like, Nigerians are the most racist of Black Americans? Do you you guys see how the shit you say about Nigerians on Twitter? (laughs) Let me, wait, let me, let me, let me... It literally goes both ways, but you want to make yourselves the victim. I think, like, I think this is what I've come to understand. Like, I don't think africans or nigerians are racist or mean to african-americans or black british people bruh i do you do you but say, say that again that's that true i don't no. think i don't think no, racist isn't the right word because we're yeah all racist is not yeah. xenophobic no but you're xenophobic as hell let's be i would real. say let's i would say i would say like okay what i was saying Dibi, i said that i don't think africans or nigerians particularly are racist towards black people and black americans or black british people because you can't be racist don't we all i mean that's what i'm saying that they use the wrong yeah. personal racist to xenophobic yeah. yeah that's number one we are xenophobic no oh we are even within our own countries we are xenophobic even tribes exactly, exactly. Yeah. no but so, what i'm trying to say like, of course I think we, hate, we hate ourselves too i think the thing about <laughs> african-americans that always annoys me is when they say like it's when they always come and like, oh yeah, Africans are always judging us. They're always this, they're always that. And I remember talking to some of my friends who went to like American universities and they were saying, they said the exact same thing. They were like, the African-Americans would not speak to them because they don't share the same history with them. 
So it's like how the and then the African Americans will come and say, but the Africans are not speaking to us. But it's like what like, do you guys? There is no communication here. How do like, you expect us to speak? I feel like it's just ignorant. Like to be honest, personally, I feel like it boils down to ignorance. I feel like there's said yeah, African Americans or um Africans too that like obviously like there are people that relate to each other like i have like american friends like it's not an actual problem mm. but it's like when you go like i guess lower like i guess class actually has to do with it the less you know the more ignorant you are and then you're just like and it goes both ways for mm. africans yeah. what you've heard about african-americans oh yeah they're always stealing routine gangs whatever so that's what you think it is and african-americans that just Americans, they don't teach them anything in school, first of all. So, <laughs> it's like, true. Where's the lie? I'm so sorry. It's true. Yeah. It's true. So, like, they're just picking it's up true. all the racist things. They I know they're teaching and... them less, which I didn't yeah. think was possible. They, like, they, they can't name five countries in Africa. Oh, oh my gosh. I was watching a video yesterday and they asked the yeah. girl to name five countries and she went on to say Madagascar. <sighs> Madagascar too? She said Madagascar too. <laughs> Madagascar too was a country. She said Zamunda. <laughs> that's what no. I, that's what I'm saying. Goes both ways because like some African Americans like they'll piss you off, but at the same time, like you know, I don't think in colleges maybe they'll be in think, high school. No, in no in I uni like, because like you know they have their like especially like black universities as well. Yeah. So obviously they have their. Oh um, uh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. So with that, it's like it's really hard for them to kind of integrate with africans in the international students because i also experienced something like this in black in uni here as well in the uk wait i'm sorry okay and it was a case where they always thought that being an international student we're already so rich we're already like so spoiled so they had like a very like they had a preconception yeah notion of how we are so whenever i'd walk into a room and then it's like maybe ACS or whatever. And they would ask me like, oh, where are you from? ACS I'm like Nigerian. My life. They would ask me like, where am I from? I'm like Nigerian. They're like, are you international? I'm like, yes. Immediately, their attitude changes towards me. I experienced that like so many times. Same. And that yeah. always made me laugh so much because then in the same society, they'll be like, oh, I'm Nigerian. And I'm just like... And they would look at me and they'll be like, oh, you're Nigerian? You don't know because this Because they're not international. They feel like... And I, I, and the thing with, I think, especially more with Black Americans, more than Black British, because mm. more Black British people can trace their his- history yeah. back compared to Black Americans. Well, yeah. So, like, so compared to Black Americans, I think there's also the whole thing of the fact that they cannot trace their history back. They've had to basically mm. create their own history. Mm. I think because their history is still kind of relatively new they feel more um protective over it in a way Mm. so they feel like anything that any black like any african says against them is a slight against their history and against their plight and i also like i again i think it's just really a lot of us not understanding each other africans really don't understand slavery like they like Africans really don't understand how bad slavery was and how the effect of slavery has affected the way black Americans have had to deal in America. And but also at the same time, black Americans do not understand colonization and how that has affected the way we as a country have had to deal, has had to build our countries. Because I remember like when goddamn 
Black Panther came out. As soon as like I I've I've literally watched both of them once because I hate Marvel films, if I'm gonna be honest. Though it's still the Marvel film I like the most, but I hate Marvel films. But like it was low-key the bane of my life because the way I would see black British people be like, well, why can't African countries be more like Wakanda? <clears throat> and I'm just like, well, A, Wakanda is an imaginary country. B, the one reason Wakanda got to be the way Wakanda was was because Wakanda was never colonized. <laughs> Point to me a country in Africa where we have where we where that did not happen. I had someone Point ask to me, me if I was in Africa, from Wakanda. Where the West, where yeah. the West was not interfering with our politics. Well, somebody asked you if you were from Wakanda. Yeah, and I was like, yeah. I I I used to I, I was like I grew up in Wakanda and then I moved to Nigeria when I was like ten. They're like, oh really? I was like, yeah. They're like, how is it? Like, once somebody like, asked me when I was in Hyderabad if I lived in a tree. Yes. She asked me. She was like, oh, how do you, I, I didn't know they had planes in Africa. How did you get here? I was like on Dumbo. <laughs> I came on Dumbo. How else do you think I got here? And she was like, then she looked at me again and asked me like, oh, when you come up from your house, you see Simba. And I was like, when you come up from your house, you see dragons. What kind of stupid question is that? And keep in mind that when Vanessa came to this school, this girl was 16 years old because she's our age. And so I went to that school. She was 10 because, again, she was my, she was our age. She, I just, I remember, like, when she asked that question, I remember I just kind of looked at her for, like, half a second. I was just like, yeah. And that was my second day in this country. <laughs> My second, I mean, I'd come to the UK before for holidays. That was like my second full day of knowing that I'm going to be living in this country. And I just feel like a deep ancestral sigh come out of my 10-year-old body. Like that sigh came from underground. Then you ask yourself, like, it's really depressing because it's not as if you're an immigrant that just woke up in England. You actually have a country where you're from. You have a passport. You're not seeking asylum. Mm -hmm. You you literally came from somewhere, but then here you are trying and forcing, not forcing, but like putting in every every drop of sweat and blood into becoming legalized in another man's country, not just any exactly. other country. In the people who colonized you and your country from your own country. So make it I make sense to me. <laughs> And it's so depressing because the amount of money we have spent on, like, just even, just not even all of us, but let's just say just even my mom, just on me and my older sister. The amount of money we have spent on education in this country, on visas in this country, and all of that stuff in this country. That could have done so much more. Like, that might have done so much more wow. in Nigeria. Because of the way Nigeria is and the way Nigeria is structures and its functions, it would, have not had, it would not have done that well for our lives. After like, this, I want, I want everyone to go and I don't know where you would find the statistic, but it's out there. Look at how much people in diaspora remit back to Nigeria. Like how Oh much no, I know, I know I've I've read some stats about it. I think there was it was something close to like I think 50 to 60 percent of the mm. income that comes into the country comes from people in diaspora. Yeah. That's, That's ridiculous. Crazy. Big money. This is big money. That which is, is why. I mean, like but it also makes sense because if you think about how expensive it is to live abroad, only few people can afford that. Mm. So only the middle class to the rich of Nigeria can afford to move out of Nigeria. 
Because you know no, when they I, say there is no money have, in Nigeria. No, I, have, I have to disagree with that with that position because Sorry. pretty pretty much anybody can move out of Nigeria now. Like I don't think it takes a lot if you're able to save your first year school fees and you have somebody you're going to stay in England with. It's literally just a visa and ticket. And that's why Japa Japa um, mm. culture has become so rampant that mm. anybody could just wake up and leave the country. I had a conversation with somebody at my university who is a qualified lawyer and associate even at a law firm in Lagos. And he told me that he saved so so amount of money. Um, I think it's close to twenty thousand pounds, um, converting it to pounds. And he just came here to do a master's degree so that he can find greener pastures. Like mm. so many people are able, like if people have the ability to raise this amount of money mm. to leave the country, why don't they raise this raise this money and then use it and do something more productive? In Nigeria, that, it sounds easy, but it, it can't. But, but it's it, you can't. You can't because the country, it, the country, it can't do anything. The country, the country stops you. Progress. The country that, stops that, you from. That's, that's the point I was coming to. Like, there's no yeah. breeding ground for mm. these ideas. I was reading an article, and, and someone said, and the person who wrote. Well, it I said, will say Nigeria. I slightly disagree with you about like because you said that you know it's not just the middle class and the upper, and I kind of get what you mean about oh people consume, but like. But the point still stands. It's not for every class. Right? It's not every class that is going to be able to save up that big of amount of money. It's not like the um like you know, it's not going to be the people selling pure water on the streets that are going to be able to stand up and come to the UK. Yeah. Like do kind of like that, I think, think yeah. So you don't reach a point in Nigeria. I don't think there's a middle class in that. Yeah, in sorry. I think it's a, with Nigeria, we don't really operate on a class system. If you yeah, no, we don't. It's really you we can, don't. We don't. Yeah, you can go to school with a president's daughter and yeah. someone who has a salon, like owns a salon or works in a salon, and they have a child. Yeah, there is no like, what is it called? It's not like the UK where it's so like clear and it's so in your face, you know. So in Nigeria, no, but the reason I say that is that there, like, there isn't a class, but there is still a class. Because mm -hmm. yeah, you can go to high school with those people, though not well. If you are going to the private schools in Nigeria, no. But if you are mm -hmm. going to the public schools in Nigeria, sure, you can go to class. Oh no, we don't have public places. schools in Nigeria. We have public schools, but everyone pays to go to private schools. Like cheaper, but yeah, yeah. <laughs> so it's 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 you still pay for it, but it's just cheaper than the private school. Yeah. So like yeah, like so like you can go to class, you know, people that you know, like you said, somebody just is working in a saloon or somebody that's the president's daughter, and like at that age, at that high school age, that's not going to be such a big deal. At university age, it won't be that big of a deal at university age either because, again, you can, you know, people are from different classes going to university. It's going to become a bigger deal when you are looking for employment. Yeah, 100%. 100%. That's when the, that's the, way that's when the classism starts to kick in. Yeah. That is when that's when I, I feel like the class structures in Nigeria really begin to kick in because you can have somebody that went to the same school with you, went to the same university with you. They might have even gotten better grades than you. But do they know the president's daughter? 
Mm. Are they, you know, are they in close contact with that kind of family? Do they live in the right places? Where in Abuja do you live? How big is your house in Abuja? How much money are your parents willing to drop on this and that? That's where yeah. our classism really begins to kick in as yeah. a country. It's like, it's who do you know? Because I think even just to apply for a visa in Nigeria, can you know how here you just want to go, but you just go to the embassy or whatever, whatever. The way Nigeria yeah. operates is you have to know somebody to be able to even properly apply, put in your visa. Because if not, it would take months for it to come out. So if you want to operating like it's a country club. <laughs> yeah. I'm sorry. Why? Why is Nigeria all places operating like it's a country club? And and what what really what really annoys me about Nigeria is that there's so much, and this is something that my principal, um, Peter, be emphasizes on. There's so much wealth without enterprise. Everybody is a big man. Yeah. Everybody is a big woman. For nothing, like you're you're just speak for nothing, like nobody knows. So much talent, in and Nigeria. people are so smart in so many different ways. Because I'll say it, and I'll like I said it to you, Nigerians are very like some bad some of my own country but there's a reason that we're good scammers you have to be smart to run a good scam you can't be stupid to run a scam <laughs> like some of the smartest yes. people out here are the ones running a scam on people no. and we do it very well because why were they why did they find 30 scammers in ghana and 29 of them were nigerians in ghana <laughs> <laughs> But, well, I think you know, you know, Nigeria's biggest problem is that, and I'll break it down. We don't approach problems from uh, every every society has issues. We don't approach it from a from a point of I want to resolve this. So I was listening to somebody, one of the candidates who wants to be governor in Lagos, and he said they asked him how he would handle the drug issue, and he said. Let's approach it as a health issue, not a crime issue. So yeah. Thank you. I saw that. Literally, how yeah. drugs issue should be handled. It's, it's a health are, issue, not yeah. a crime issue. Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. These have uh, health like challenges. They are not criminal. So when we take people who are into internet scam, I think we can really do something there in terms of you know what you guys are really good. Good. Come and be IT. You know, you know that's, what, that's what some people that have been hired by like the CIA and FBI, that's how some of them got their jobs. They were just like really, really good hackers. And we're like, some of them were just like, oh, come on, work for us then. Because <laughs> yeah. you're hacking the into our firewall and that's kind of effing embarrassing. Hey guys, thank you for listening. We will be back with a part two.